This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kiora and welcome to Wednesday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz and today we leave with news that China's recovery has stalled and that is affecting many trading partners linked closely to it. But first, Moody's has cut the credit ratings of 10 mid-sized American banks and said it may yet downgrade some of the US's largest lenders. It said it is concerned about impending lower earnings and the risks to bank funding. They have an eye on how lending on commercial property may need to be written down. This downgrade action is contributing to a wider sell-off by investors in bank shares today. Meanwhile, American household debt was largely unchanged in the June 2023 quarter, primarily because mortgage debt isn't rising. But credit card debt is, and although the rise was modest, it did hit $1 trillion for the first time. Total American household debt is now 63.6% of US GDP. That is down from 64% a year ago and down from 66.8% 10 years ago. Just for reference, New Zealand household debt is 92.4% of our GDP. US exports of both goods and services in June held steady in May, although they came in 4.3% lower than year-ago levels. American imports, however, were down 7.8% from year-ago levels. Their trade deficit shrank to its lowest in three months. U.S. retail sales rose marginally last week at bricks and mortar stores, ending a run of declines, but the improvement was still less than inflation's bite. In China, their customs authorities said their exports were down 14.5% from July a year ago, a deeper dip than the 12.4% a year ago in June. It was their worst fall since the pandemic. De-risking and reshoring by international firms is gathering speed, and it has been felt on the factory floor. Exports to the US were down more than 23% from a year ago. Exports to New Zealand were down more than 16%, which is a bit surprising given the amount of Teslas we import from the Shanghai factory. China's imports from us were down 13%. Their imports from Australia were up 9.5% though. Taiwanese exports were down 10.4% in July from a year ago and imports fell 21%, which was much smaller than the levels they recorded in June. In fact, their exports rose a rather remarkable 19.8% in July from June. In Europe, Italy has approved a surprise one-off 40% windfall profits on tax from earnings they have from higher interest rates and said it will use the proceeds to help mortgage borrowers. Italian bank shares plunged more than $16 billion in the move, which could threaten viability of some of the weaker ones. In Australia, the Westpac Melbourne Institute Consumer Sentiment Survey Index remained in deeply pessimistic territory in August. They found the RBA's rate hike pause again did little to boost confidence. Inflation is still dominating consumer sentiment driven by recent fuel and energy price rises. Housing sentiment is mixed, deeply negative on purchases, but bullish on prices. Meanwhile, the NAB Business Confidence Survey in Australia for July showed resilience around business conditions and a small rise in business confidence. Both measures are above long-run levels. This survey noted a pickup in retailer confidence, which is surprising given the consumer sentiment levels. Australia will have its attention to what, if anything, China does to try and undo the stall in their economy that it is clearly in.
Global passenger air travel recovered by more than 30% in June from a year ago, but it is still lower than pre-pandemic levels. Domestic travel has fully recovered, and more, but international travel is still 12% lower than pre-pandemic levels, and in the Asia-Pacific region it is almost 30% lower. It is very noticeable from this data that Chinese travellers are holidaying at home. The US Treasury 10-year yield will start today at 4.01% and down 7 basis points from yesterday. And the price of gold will start today at $1,925 an ounce and down another $11 from yesterday. And oil prices are up 50 US cents, now just on $82 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price is little changed to just on $85.50 a barrel. And the Kiwi dollar will start today almost a half a cent softer at just on 60.6 US cents. Against the Aussie was soft at 92.7 Australian cents. Against the Euro was soft as well at 55.3 Euro cents. That all means our trade weight index has slipped to 69.2 and down 30 basis points in a day. And the Bitcoin price is higher today since this time yesterday, now at $29,799, which is up 3.1% and a two-week high. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been modest at just under plus or minus 1.5%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.